Up next, a message from Victory Life Church of Milton. God is a miracle-working God. Amen? Let's get that into our hearts right now. And uh, I know that you have needs. So what we're going to do right now, instead of daydreaming about whatever you might want to daydream about, okay, don't think about uh, what you're going to eat for lunch or anything like that unless you're inviting me. But um, do this. Think about that big need right now, that impossible situation. Y'all with me? Think about that. And we want to give it to the Lord. Amen. We're going to lay it before him and we're going to give it to him. Can I get a witness? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Second Kings 18. Now, what we got, what we got going on here, this is one of my favorite little stories in the Bible about one of my favorite people in the Old Testament. And a lot of people don't know so much about this guy. He's not one of the I mean, he's in the Bible, so I can't say he's not famous. He's totally famous. But, um, you know, a lot of people don't really think about King Hezekiah that much. But he is a really, really awesome guy. So King Hezekiah was the king of Judah. And King Sennacherib, maybe I'm saying that wrong, who knows, um, was the evil king. So whenever I say King Sennacherib, it's totally fine if you guys go, ooh, or something like that. Okay, King Sennacherib was the king of Assyria. Yeah, evil guy, okay, bad guy, pagan, didn't love the most high God. Well, Hezekiah was a godly king, okay, and he tore down a, a lot of the pagan places of worship in Judah. He, he, was, he was instrumental in returning the nation of Judah back to, to worshiping the most high God, okay? Are you all with me this morning? Just because you love Jesus doesn't mean your life is going to be a cakewalk. You know what I mean? King Hezekiah loved the Lord. He brought, uh, he brought the nation back to loving the Most High God. But still hard times happen even when you devote yourself to the Most High God. Amen? So that's where we're going to be at. King Sennacherib. Yeah. <laughs> Bad dude. King of Assyria. King of Assyria was doing this whole just taking control and land grabbing, whatever they could, man. They, they took the nation of Israel. Now they're going to Judah. Okay, Israel and Judah have split. I've told you that before. We'll talk about that at a later date. I don't want to get too much into that right now. But Sennacherib got his eyes on Judah now. Okay, so this is not a good picture. Assyria is the big world-dominant evil power of this time, man. Okay? Y'all ready to get into the Bible? Okay, 2 Kings 18, verse 28. Then Rabshakeh stood and called out in a loud voice in the language of Judah. So this is at the, at the wall, the city wall of Jerusalem. Uh, the king of Assyria, this evil guy named Sennacherib or something like that. Yeah. 
sent this envoy to the wall to shake up the people of Judah. Okay, so that's what's going on. And the king is not talking, or he, his envoy, his envoy, his folks are not talking in their language, but talking in the language of the Jews. So the Jews that come out to meet them, and all these people are on the city wall listening because everybody's getting scared. They're like, hey, we understand your language. Why don't you talk to us in your native language? And they're like, nope, nope, we're going to talk to you in the Hebrew language. Now, everybody listen up. So they're talking to everybody along the wall. And that's what Satan does to us, doesn't he? Oh, what do you mean Satan does? He talks to us along the wall? What are you talking about? No, man, he gets loud, and he won't shut up, and he wants us to be full of fear. That's what Satan works in, fear, deception, trickery. All right, he wants to freak us out. He wants us to make it he wants to make us think that what we're going through is impossible, that this is the end of us. Amen? That's what's going on right here. Then Rapshakah, all God's people said, nah, stood and called out in a loud voice in the language of Judah, Hear the word of the great king of Assyria. Thus says the king, Do not let Hezekiah, that's the good king, deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you out of my hand. That's a good point. Evil king Sennacherib, yeah, has, has had a pretty nice winning streak of conquest and the king before him. So to look at this situation in the natural, it would seem completely hopeless. We're just another city, another community, another little country that is going to be easy pickings for the Assyrians. Okay, that's what Satan wants us to think, and that might be what our five senses are telling us, amen? But we're supernatural people, right? We belong to a supernatural God. We're royalty, amen? amen? Thus says the king, do not let Hezekiah deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you out of my hand. Do not let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord. That's what Satan loves to say, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, God is good. God is good, but I don't know if God's really concerned about your problem. I don't know if God still does miracles today. I don't know. That's what Satan does, doesn't he? Even nice people that, that, that really have your best interests at heart might say, you know what? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how this is going to work out for you. But God is good. God is good. But God is good. Amen. And God has a plan, and it's a good plan. Can I get a witness? Thank you, Jesus. Do not let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord by saying the Lord will surely deliver us. Okay. Let God be true and every man a liar. Amen. This is what I want to tell you this morning. Stand on the promises of the Lord. Stand on these promises in the book. I want you to look back and see where God has been faithful in the past. Okay? Maybe this is the first time you've ever been through a real ground-shaking, crazy experience. Well, then look back and see where God has been faithful in the Scriptures. Look where God has been faithful to your brothers and sisters in Christ. And get ready to write down some memories where God has been faithful to you during this time. Amen? But stand on that word. Stand on His promises. Amen? Do not let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord by saying the Lord will surely deliver us. And this city will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Psalm 20 and verse 7. Some trust in chariots. Some trust in horses. Some people trust in their military might. And we know that evil king Sennacherib, it's only going to be as fun as you want it to be. We can get real boring real fast. 
And I see some people in the back saying, real boring, real fast. We've been stuck on boring since you... No. Listen, man. Psalms 20 and verse 7. Some trust in chariots and some trust in horses. You can trust in the military might of your nation. That's fine, but it might let you down. That's what evil King Sennacherib's doing. Yeah. But see, we're Christians, and the weapons of our warfare are not the normal type of weapons. Amen? Amen? We serve a holy God, uh, a supernatural God, and we are supernatural people. So we fight, combat Satan through the Word of God by standing on the Word of God. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Give Him some praise. Give Him some praise right now. Get excited, okay? Man, there's so much devastation right down the road. I don't know how life's going to get normal for those folks, but I know God is able. I know God can provide. I know there's people right now that are thirsty, really, really thirsty. I know there's people that are stuck in their homes. I know there's people that don't know how they're going to make a living anymore. Amen? But I know my God is able. Amen? And, and these are our brothers and sisters in Christ. We need to pray for them. We need to do what we can in the natural as well. Amen? 2 Kings 18 and 33, let's read this. Has any of the gods, lowercase g, there's a big difference between the gods that these other nations put their trust in. Amen? All these other nations have fallen to evil king Sennacherib. Has any of the lowercase g gods of the nations ever delivered his land out of the hand of the king of Assyria? No, actually, he has not, because those aren't gods at all. Those are pieces of wood that are covered with gold or with silver, um, and when you when they are praying to them, they are praying to a demon. You know, and that demon can't do anything to help you. That demon wouldn't help you if he could. You know what I mean? So yes, these nations could not stand. God is actually using evil king. Sennacherib, and the Assyrian army to do his judgment on these other evil nations. But now King Sennacherib, kind of getting out of hand now, isn't it? Uh, um, has turned his eyes on Judah. And God's letting this happen. Whatever you're going through, we need to understand that. God signed off on it. He's letting you go through it. But see, at the end of the day, when the smoke clears, a lot of people are going to understand something. Judah is not like these other nations. Judah belongs to the Most High God. Judah has been faithful to the Most High God. They've got back on the path to righteousness. Amen? Luke 18 and 27. Oh, man, this is so good. Luke 18 and verse 27. But he said, this is good, man, this is good, man. But he said, what is impossible with man... Is possible with God. Think about that. Think about it. Put it in your heart and hold it there. My God can do things that uh, your fake God can't do. You know what I mean? My situation might be super impossible. This was a hopeless situation. The Assyrians and evil King Sennacherib hadn't been beat. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but you know what? Judah's a little different. They belong to the Most High God. 
2 Kings 19 and verse 10. Okay, so let me give you, I'm kind of doing the cliff notes here because this is a really huge story. And that, man, we could literally talk about this story for weeks. And I noticed some of you, it already feels like we've been talking about it for weeks. But we could dig into this and there's so much stuff, but I just want to give you some basic stuff for us to get excited about. Amen. So the evil king, you don't have to say anything. The evil king has to split. He has to leave because um, another nation has raised up against him. So he has to leave, but he leaves his military there or part of his military there. And so he sends this letter to King Hezekiah. See, Satan, do, Satan doesn't want to give up, does he? He keeps coming at you and he wants to come at you from any direction he can. So evil king leaves, sends this letter, this message to King Hezekiah. Don't think that you won the battle. Don't think that we're done. Okay? Sounds like Satan, right? Second Kings 19 and verse 10. Thus shall you speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah. Do not let your God in whom you trust deceive you by promising that Jerusalem will not be given into the hands of the king of Syria. I just wanted to remind you, I'll be back. But don't think the fact that I'm leaving has anything to do with your God. I'll be back. You can't put your trust in him. Remember my battle record. Remember, man, uh, it doesn't matter who these other people served, who they worshipped. Amen. They fell down. Okay, there are now my slaves. Okay, so get ready, King Hezekiah. It, it gets pretty It gets pretty bad, man. Um, anyways, I'm not going to go into that. But y'all with me so far? Look at Romans 3 and uh, 4 right there. Remember this one. Let God be true. Can't we do that? Can't we just let God be true? Let God be true because he knows what he's talking about. Remember, he's the creator of the heavens and the earth. Amen. You know what I mean? Well, I don't believe all that stuff. I, I mean, I think there's some good stuff in the Bible, man. But let me get this straight, man. A fish swallowing up a dude. Yeah, man, if God wants that to happen, that can totally happen. You know what I mean? We're talking about the creator of the universe. All right. And if he wants this book, to stay the way he needs it to stay, then he can make this book stay the way he needs it to stay. You know, we are so blessed that he gives us this manual for life right here. You know what I mean? And we would be blessed if we would follow it. Amen? Okay, let God be true and every human being a liar. It doesn't matter what your grandma said. We love grandmas and they make great treats. It doesn't matter what your professor said. It doesn't matter what the cool kids down the street said. Well, y'all with me? We trust in the Most High God. Amen? Okay, thank you, Jesus. 2 Kings 19 and verse 14. Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord. Man, this is where, like, if I was a preacher, preacher, preacher guy, I would just see myself, like, dancing around and the guy on the organ would be like, bang, bang, bang. Because that, that's good, man. That's so awesome. This is where a lot of us, when we should be going this way, we veer off and go and try and fix it ourselves or something like this, when this is way, way, way too big for little old King Hezekiah. You know what I mean? This stuff that we're dealing with, this is big stuff, man. You know what I mean? You do what you can do. Y'all with me? <laughs> but let me tell you something, man. If you can't handle it, man, you better run into the arms of the Most High God. You know what I mean? This is where we all get messed up, right? This is where we all mess it up, right? 
Hezekiah received the letter, and I love this, man. He's running to church. Well, we'll see about this. Woo! Got this letter. And, man, this was, this, was a, this was a scary situation, man. But if you go and you read this text, man, who was he hanging out with? He was hanging out with Isaiah, the man of God. You know what I mean? Be careful who you listen to during these crazy times. You know what I mean? Be, be very attentive who you're going to take a counsel from. Make sure you're standing on the promises of the Most High God. And don't just give your business to anybody. You know what I mean? I want to I want to have some iron sharpening iron here. I want to have Christians, people encouraging me. Amen. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord. Man, that's awesome. Went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Man, that is so cool. He's in church and he's like, look, look, God, God, look, that's about you. Talking about you right there. He's mocking you. He's talking, mocking you, God. Amen? Understand that. You know, if somebody messes with my kids, and I've done this, I've went to the playground at the elementary school and said, listen, don't mess with my little girl. And that little boy, he ran off, and I got arrested and stuff. No, I would not do that. But, but I mean, listen, man, when somebody messes with our babies, we take it personal, don't we? Listen, when these people are messing with God's children, God takes it personal. You know what I mean? Remember Saul, evil Saul? Evil Saul? Yeah, evil Saul who killed the Christians and all that stuff, man. When uh, he was on the road to Damascus and he got blinded by that light. And what did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? He said, he said something. I'm going to paraphrase. I should have looked it up. But he, he was like, Saul... Why are you persecuting me? He takes it personal when someone's messing with his babies. Understand that, man. You belong to the Most High God. You belong to Him. Amen? You're in His corner. He's got your back. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, Oh, Lord, the God of Israel. He's magnifying the Lord, y'all. He's He's seeing God for who He is. And when we really do that, whatever your problems are, they got to get smaller. Listen to me. You're going to see your problems for what they really are when you begin to see God for who He really is. You know what I mean? This is the creator of the universe, a miracle-working, mighty God who is faithful. Amen? Went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord, and Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord! the God of Israel, enthroned above the cherubim. You are the God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You're in charge. You're sovereign. Understand that. God is in control. Amen? You are the God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You made the heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see, and hear the words of Sennacherib which he has sent to mock the living God. God, this is bigger than me. I am your child. I, I am your concern. I give this to you. That's what the Bible says. Cast your cares upon him, right? Whatever it is. Man, when I begin to think about just the stuff that needs to take place at this church, and I'll, I'll start to get stressed out. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to turn my eyes. I'm just going to give it to Jesus, man. Give it to Jesus because he can make it happen. Amen? All right. Psalms 34. 
in verse 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, it's a group exercise, everyone. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let's all get on that same page. Let God be true and every man a liar. Don't worry about what the doctor said. Don't worry about none of that stuff. I mean, eat your vegetables and wash your hands and all that stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) But what I'm saying, man, is let's magnify the Lord. Let's see God for who he really is. Well, how do I do that? Get back into the word of God. See where he is faithful. Amen. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Isn't that wonderful when we exalt the Lord's name together? Isn't it awesome to praise the Lord? That's a cool thing about coming to church. I like praising the Lord by myself, but I really like praising the Lord with all you guys. I like it when people get a little silly. They don't care what other people think about them. I think that makes God happy. When it's just me telling my God how much I love him. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Verse 4, I sought the Lord and he answered. A lot of us aren't even seeking the Lord, man. We're just like, oh, this is it. This is the end of me. God doesn't really like me. I'm the one person that, that God don't care about. Don't no one like me. Man, none of that stuff's true. That's a lie from the devil. But the more you entertain that, the more it's going to seem like reality. Because Satan's going to be right there. It's like, yeah, yeah, you are pretty dumb. I'm surprised you tied your shoes this morning the right way. Man, you, how did you get your driver's license? I sought the Lord, and he answered. He answered me and delivered me from my fears. He delivered me from my fears. Sometimes don't work, things don't work out exactly the way you think they need to work out, but God has peace for you. And you hear what I'm saying? And God knows what he's doing. Amen. He's going to work it out his way, the best way. But don't get me wrong. Let me say this, man. God is in the miracle working business, man. And some of us just, ha- we ain't got because we ain't been asking and we ain't been asking. We, we ain't been trusting. Didn't that sound professional? That was a real good oratory right there. <laughs> or- oratory. Oratorer. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from my fears. You want to have peace? You want to have peace yesterday? You want to have peace now? Run into his arms, man. Give it to him. Lay your burdens down. All right? I like King Hezekiah. He is a super cool guy. Can I get a hand for King Hezekiah? I plan on talking to him. Not this week, I mean, but, you know, that's in the Lord's hands, you know, whenever. But anyways... Y'all, never mind, never mind, never mind. 2 Kings 19 and verse 35. Remember, Hezekiah gives it to the Lord. I don't know how this is going to work out, but your God, those other nations were worshiping false gods, demons. Your God, evil king Sennacherib, ain't God. It doesn't matter if he's got a massive winning streak. He's never come face to face with the one true God. Amen. I'm not exactly sure how this is going to work out, but I'm giving it to you because you're the one in charge. And, and I, you are my concern. I mean, you are my, I, I, you're my daddy. <laughs> Amen. You're not going to get this powerful teaching anywhere else. But. <laughs> okay, anyways. 2 Kings 19 and verse 35. And that night, oh, this is so good. At that night, the angel of the Lord... There's a lot we could go into right there. At that night, the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 
185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. Isn't that awesome? I don't know how big this army was, but the, by sunup, there were 185,000 less. Roll call. Who, who's ready to fight? That's reveille. Uh, no one came in today, sir. Why not? Because they ain't got no heads. <laughs> oh, man, we better pack up. Uh, 185,000 Assyrians got butchered. And that night, the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. And when people arose early in the morning, behold, these were all dead bodies. God is good. Amen. I said all that just because I want you guys to understand, man, that it's not hopeless. It's not hopeless. We serve a miracle-working God, and we need to get back to that basic principle of just standing on His Word. And don't worry about what other people says. Don't worry about what other people think about you for standing on the Word. You know what I mean? I belong to the Most High God. And it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it looks like in the natural. I belong to God. I am His kid. Amen? So uh, earlier I asked you um, if this shirt looked good. No, I asked you... Um, I asked you to gather whatever this was in your mind, this this burden, this thing that looked impossible, whatever it might be, okay? Did, did, can you recall it, whatever it is? Okay, now what we're going to do right now is I want you to exchange your burdens with the people beside you. No, I want, let's give this to the Lord, amen? Right now, give it to God. Give it to him. Father God, we lay these burdens down at your feet, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that this is not an impossible situation. It does not matter what the doctor said. It does not matter what the accountant said. It doesn't matter what my checkbook said. Thank you, Father God, that you're going to work this out, Lord. I give this to you. Thank you, Father. Give it to him right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this message from Victory Life Church. Go to VictoryLifeChurchOfMilton.com for more and may God bless you.